Welcome to the JB Show. How you been? Good, good. I know there's a lot of madness going on, but just kind of catching up. You're over in Maruba right now? Yeah, sitting at home. We've got 11 cases in Maruba at the moment. I've got my vanilla Grey Goose at home. It's over there, sitting on the thing over there on the floor. Perfect. Yeah, so a hot take so far. Like, how is the coronavirus over in Australia? And nowhere near as bad as it is in the states. I tell you that much. I got the stats here. It's something like three thousand and something at the moment. Three thousand people in uh, diagnosed. Australia. Yeah. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? We're really Australia. bad over here. I oh, think we're Australia. Five thousand two hundred thousand. Yeah, we've got five thousand one hundred and five, and the United States has. 215,081. So I guess we passed the mark. It's actually bizarre. Yeah. This whole, whole thing's pretty weird, which, uh, which I was talking to Brad and like Sammy and all of them before this. It's pretty wild how we kind of escaped this out of a year. Like I would have been so mad if we were on our program just, and then we had to go home. It would have been such a bummer. But has missing on the final year of college because of it. Yeah, it sucks. Like, <laughs> wait, are you done yeah. uni as well? No, well, I was in Germany. I had to come home. So you're talking about losing out on your program. I practically did because I was supposed oh, to be there for a year. I had to come back to Australia. I, forgot. <laughs> I totally yeah. forgot about that. So, so it wasn't the best timing, but you know, what can you do? Yeah, you want to share the story of kind of what it was like being over in Germany when all that was going down? Um, it wasn't too bad. It was kind of more or less of just like slow little steps each time. Yeah. So basically, like you'd see more police cars out and about and then you could... Then you had to enter the bus from like the back. So you couldn't go anywhere near the bus driver. And it was only like little tiny steps that were leading up to it that you knew it was getting bad. Yeah. And then the worst case, then with my friends that I made who were American Exchange, they got called back by the Donald Trump, obviously. Yeah. So they left and then I was there by myself and then I made new friends. And then all the, like, the German people that I've met all went back to like their hometowns. So as soon as that started happening, I was kind of like, yeah, this is going to get really bad. And then yeah, the yeah. day before, I, the day after I left, it went completely into lockdown. So I was like, thank God. Yeah, we were in London and I was like, definitely trying to see you. And then I was like thinking about buying a flight. And then we got an email from our university saying, if you go to Germany, then you literally can't go back to school. Yeah, so I was no, like, it's yeah, stupid. it's probably not the call. Then a day later, then we were called back and kind of went back especially, to the US. Especially when Germany has 78,000 cases compared to 215,000. Like, yeah. It's not too bad. I mean, we were like a couple of weeks ago, we didn't have that many. We were in like the hundreds, not even thousands. So, uh, it's yeah, it's insane. Uh, Absolutely skyrocketed. So, the one thing is, I think, do you think there's more cases in Australia because of the lack of testing? Or you just think that you guys have been really good with social distancing and not spreading it? Well, actually, we were going really well. We were having, um, let me get up the Australian stats so I don't say something that's wrong. We were going quite well. Like we didn't really have many cases. The reason why um, our cases skyrocketed is because a a cruise ship called the Ruby Princess docked in Sydney. Yeah, and they had a lot of people that were um, infected, and that basically caused it to go absolutely insane. Um, So now everyone's blowing up about the cruise ship, lying about um, people not being sick and whatnot, and then two thousand seven hundred people coming off and like. There's been like seven deaths now related to that That's crazy. Um, cruise ship. So there's a lot of people who aren't really happy with that part. Oh, yeah. It, no, but. 
totally. And I think that like the burst, the first big shock to us was uh, when Tom Hanks came over uh, or came out on social media and said that he contracted the virus over in Australia. Like that was just like, holy shit, yeah. like people we know are prominent in society are like really getting this. So I well, think even, even Boris Johnson has it at the moment. Yeah. He's the UK prime minister, right? Yeah. 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 It's pretty wild. And he would at first was just like, yeah, let's just do herd immunity. Like whoever gets it, gets it. And then I think three days later, they're like, yeah, it's probably not the smart move. So I still can't believe that Trump was like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to open up um, the country again for, for Easter <laughs> because um, everyone needs to go to church on Easter. It's like, yeah. um, mate, fucking what? <laughs> yeah, no, he, he said several times that um, the virus wasn't real or wasn't really doing much. And then now, like, I think he's listening to the health, health officials a lot more, which is nice. My favorite one of his quotes was like, oh, it will get warmer and it will just miraculously go away. It'll be like a miracle. <laughs> it's like, huh, what? It's like, how can you be the president of like the world's strongest country and just be like, yeah, it's just going to miraculously go away. It's one of the worst pandemics we've seen in about 200 years, but like it will just miraculously just go away. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, so uh, just kind of like sidetracking a bit, I wanted to go into like our whole abroad experience kind of coming to your city and just like what you thought of the Americans, like just like right away when you met us. I thought you guys were pretty cool. Like, no, like down to earth, didn't really care too much. Just wanted to have a good time, a good time, a good time. Uh, good. Uh, why is it going back to my normal? There we go. Um, so yeah, it was kind of a good sobering experience to have like a different external perspective of everything. I still miss our Sunday sessions of the jugs of beer down at the Coogee Pav. Yeah. And we're going to have to get into some slang. Like I, you showed me Jonah from Tonga. It's like one of my favorite shows now. Oh, oh that's so, great. Yeah. And then you got to like just list off and explain some of these, this like Aussie slang for us. All America. right. How about this? I'll go up and get a web page up. So I can, I'm not going to sit here and rattle off. Like anything that we've got is mostly just shortened words. It's like one of my favorite ones that I use all the time without even knowing. And you use it with me as well is um, eats. Yeah. I have this just whole like- list actually right here. Oh, do you? That, yeah, I copied from you. I think like I went over with you just being like, Tom, what what, what do I need to remember? And okay, let's have a go. We, okay, so we obviously, our first famous one is don't piss in my pocket and tell me it's raining. So if you don't wanna, lie. Ex- yeah. Don't lie to me. So don't like urinate. You might be like, don't tell me it's raining. So it's like, don't lie. To, obviously lie to me when I know you're lying to me. Yeah. And then Arvo, afternoon. Afternoon. And then um, Legless, you want to... Share an example of uh, nights we were legless. <laughs> Basically, any night that I went out with you and didn't remember the night and woke up on your couch, I had to explain to my parents the morning after why I didn't come home. <laughs> yeah, true. I, I think there was a really funny memory. I think it was uh, a party that Shelby and Daisy's house had. And you like whipped out absolute. And that was my first time having it. And, like you, me and Brad all took a shot together. And I, oh, that, that was, night was an absolute disaster. Oh, that was deadly. 70%. I don't remember anything of that night. I remember someone you breaking drank the window. You absolute a lot. Did I? Oh, no, I don't. I don't have anything. I don't have any absolute with me at the moment. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so then we got legless and knob jockey next. Knob jockey is just like, um, you don't really use it that much. It's kind of just like calling someone like a, it's kind of like a homophobic slur. Okay. It's kind of like an old school term. Um, you wouldn't really use it every day unless you're like really good friends with the person. Like if you didn't know them that well, people could get offended by it. But if you're good mates with someone, then there's no problem with it. Okay. Then I'm just going to go over my three next favorite and then we'll cut this uh, list short. 
You got Dog the Boys. You taught me that. That's like one of my favorites. It's Dog the Boys basically is when you leave your your mates, so you act, so you find something better, and like you walk away from your friends and leave them behind. So for example, if you went out with the boys for a drink and then you ended up talking to a girl and you went home with them early and left the boys behind, you'd be dogging the boys. Okay. And then we got Reckon. Reckon's just like an opinion. Like I reckon that this coronavirus is fucked. <laughs> and then you're dead set on that one. Dead set. Dead set is like you're dead ass. It's like I'm 100% I'm dead set. Like I'm not fucking around. Yeah. And then um, I'm just going to list off these last two. I know this is like not even like a term, but you always say it. You, I know you. you love, yeah, you love that one. <laughs> it's just kind of like agreeing. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's just like an agreement phrase or sound. Okay, then we got legend and so good. But the, your legend is so much different than like what I was used to because we I was working on this group project with Australians in one of my classes. I did like a small part, and the guy goes, "Oh, you're a legend, mate." And I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, thank you so much. But then I didn't realize it's such a casual term. Yeah, but it can also be like super uh, sarcastic as well. It's like when someone does something stupid or like fucking retarded, you're like, oh, you're a legend, mate. It's like yeah. just absolute sarcasm when people think it's legit and you're like, yeah, no, nah, I wasn't being serious, but okay. No, and I think as a culture, Australia, it's definitely more sarcastic and like you can just say whatever you want versus here. It's like, I'm going to sue you if you call me that in the workplace. You know yeah. what I mean? It's still not as bad as um, the Brits. Yeah. The They're... Brits are like insane. Really? Yeah, their sarcasm is through the roof. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah, so um, I just wanted to ask you a couple of questions. Are you still um, working on the beach as a lifeguard or, or no? Obviously not right uh, now. But... Yeah, occasionally. Not during the winter because it's too cold. So I just do other work for the council. So I work at like a gymnasium uh, running the people's accounts and whatnot. Um, but at the moment, everything's shut. So I'm literally just sitting in my bedroom doing nothing. Damn, have you uh, been drinking with any of the boys virtually? No, that's not really a thing we're doing here at the moment, to be honest. It's something that we should probably jump on, but I've seen yeah. a lot of you guys Dude, hop doing on with, uh Hop on with us. We're, we're doing one Friday. Friday, Friday. It's, it's, probably, just gonna be, it's probably going to be like really early, though. You're just not going to be too keen for it. <laughs> what, time, or what time will it be? What time is it your time at the moment? So it'll probably be at like 12 p.m. your time. That's fine. Sunday. Yeah, I'll just invite you to it. And if you want to join, like Sweet. definitely hop in. <laughs> I'll just take my computer outside and sit in the balcony and drink because I got nothing else to do. So have you been walking around anywhere? Like I can't leave I can't leave my house because I'm in quarantine for two weeks. My quarantine ends on Saturday because I got oh. back from Germany. So I can't really do anything till Saturday. Um I've literally been stuck in my room. I went out and bought um a TV, I'll show you. I mounted it to my wall. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So I've literally just been stuck inside and bought a PlayStation. So you're just and, like, you could... No, I'm going to get the um, Google Home, the the Chromecast. Yeah. Because I got one of those Google Home things that do fuck all at the moment. But if I got a Chromecast, I could like use it to turn my television on and off, which would be kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah so um, do you know anyone that got sick from... Um, personally? No. Yeah. I, I feel like I know a decent amount of people in the States, but... Really? Yeah, but it's, it's weird because... Most kids our age, I know you're hearing some horror stories of kids our age, like ending up in the ICUs, but I know a group of kids that got it, like a couple were really sick for like one or two days with like a fever and a slight cough. And then the others had like a sore throat and that was basically it. So I think it's really hit or miss. Yeah. But I'm kind of more thing I'm worried about is like, if I get it, 
because my mom work my mom kind of like helps my nan out a lot like as a carer like gives her food and all that okay. kind of stuff that if i get it and then mum carries it off me and then gives it to her like that that would be just like so bad so now yeah you can't have that happening yeah so we'll kind of just worry about i don't care if i get it like i'm not scared to get it i'm just worried to pass it on to someone else if i was to get it yeah it's just, also this whole thing so like we're graduating um like your your semesters are just different than ours right you're on trimester no we're still on semesters i only go to university 24 weeks a year okay so trying to think so were you in class in uh germany when you were there now you're just taking online courses or what was that looking like well i don't know because i was meant to do a course in germany but they pushed it back to the 20th of april um so now i'm trying to see if i can do the classes from should i do them from here or over there so basically i can't do anything to the 20th of april anyway and what is it the second so yeah, 18 started, more days yeah. of fuck with nothing but are they are, are you planning on going back at some point once this all clears up I'll go back for a holiday. I won't, I won't go to study. Fuck us. I'm so sorry, yeah. man. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. I'm you had a good spending. run while you were there, though? Like, I know you were there for a solid, like, two or three month. Month? Okay, nice. Yeah, it was good. It was a lot of fun. I've just decided now that now I'm back and I've got all the money saved up. I'm just going to buy myself a motorbike and have fun with that instead. Hell yeah, that's totally you. I remember yeah. we were outside the PAV that one day and we... uh. That was the first time I rode like one of those scooters. It was pretty fun. And then we took the helmet and ran. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you remember Joe? My boy Joe? Yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. He was I still remember you. when we, um, when we, was it me and you or me and Brad went down to the shops to get cases of beer and we came back with a shopping trolley and everyone's like, why the fuck is there a shopping trolley in our living room? And I'm yeah, like, and you're, you were like, you just use it for laundry now. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Tom, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I was like, use it as a laundry basket. It's all good. It's just like this massive like coal shopping cart. Like, where the hell did you get this from? I'm like, what does it matter? <laughs> so every um, semester of like American school, uh, you guys just have an influx of Americans coming to Australia. Yeah. You see it every time. February and July are the big times. Yeah. And yeah. like you're about to hit your next wave of abroad kids when you're probably um, not. <laughs> maybe no, like next time, like maybe in a, like five or six months. Um, it should be in like July, but we're on the way looking at look, keeping everything on lockdown now for three months and then start lifting stuff in 90 days. So okay. we'll see. What's that? That's. April. I don't know our plan because I think we're still June. open for international. Like, okay, say if someone's an Australian citizen, right? Yes. They're in the U.S. Can they yes. get to Australia now or do they have to stay in the U.S. for 90 days? It depends because... I know you guys, Qantas they flights can, are not running. Yeah, they can come home and they can find a flight, but flying a flight would be very hard. Like, there's a lot of Australians that are stuck in, like, South America, like Peru and all that kind of stuff. Because they literally just can't get a flight home. So that's a lot of Israelis too. Uh, one, a couple of our like soldiers from like birthright. You probably have no idea what that is, but yeah, yeah, it's fine. They were they're like stuck in Peru too. Like they can't even get back to Tel Aviv, which kind of sucks. But yeah, you know, as long as people are staying safe. But it's like everything. Like this thing will pass eventually, and even if you're stuck somewhere for three months, it's a lot better than causing countless amounts of deaths because. Oh yeah, it's not you or the person next to you that's going to die from it. It's the old person you take it home to that's going to suffer the consequences. Well, they think so that think, they think the outbreak in Italy happened at a big soccer match, which is screwed up because they totally saw this coming or like were warned and they played anyway. And you just yeah. had 
what I don't like maybe 60,000 people fitting into a stadium. That's probably literally what destroyed the city. So, yeah, but I think a lot of people have got to realize that, yeah, young people or even like middle-aged people won't really be affected by it, but it's the, the older generation that you've got to kind of keep in mind. So even if you do get it, you don't want to pass it on to someone who has to say care for their grandparent or their mother who's sick and ill. Um, So it's not about you getting it as per se. It's like keeping everyone else safe and, taking this time to actually be considerate of others no i totally agree it's uh yeah. also like the u.s right now i don't know if you've seen there's a video of an amazon worker spitting on a package like there's people purposefully going into grocery stores and spitting on like produce it's like come I on i saw some of that and i saw like people were getting charged with terrorism charges which is good no they should be like are you yeah they yeah. definitely should be i i yeah it's a sick act but mm yeah yeah so basically if you go outside at the moment at home for it in for like a non-valid reason you face a thousand dollar fine so yeah oh no beach the kooji beach isn't open you can go down there by yourself but you can't go down there with like a group of people you can't really you can't go on the sand or go swimming because that's all closed okay so you can go down okay say we were living in um where where were you living last time like the the kooji the Coochie view. Perfect. Yeah. So there's five of us. Could we walk down together to the beach or would we get a ticket? I think if you can prove that you guys live together, you can go for a walk, but you can't really sit around the beach or anything or stay stagnant. Like you have to be so moving. smart. Like you have to be like enforcing ex- any of that here. Like if, yeah. if you go outside with a group of people, you should literally get ticketed. There's people yeah. at Miami that are still back at school going to the beach every day. And it's like, come on, like you are, you guys are literally getting people sick. That's stupid. There's a yeah. things of people smuggling, like, um, what's we call it? Sanity supplies and whatnot out of the country to China and the border for like masks and like hand sanitizer and stuff. And the border security has cracked down. So now anyone who's found to do that can face a $65,000 fine or five years in prison. So for smuggling like hand sanitizer masks out of the country. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, dude, it's it's now annoying though because we, we have no access to gyms to get exercise. Yeah. So uh, me and Kyle have just been going on Facetime and doing like <laughs> home workouts with like resistance bands, like a little bit of a yoga action, stretching. But yeah, yeah there's no like. I so I tried to buy a pull up bar on Amazon, and now people are selling them for like 150 dollars. I'm like, are you got? I'm not buying up a, a home pull up bar for 150 bucks. Yeah. No. It's like the people who are selling like boxes of toilet paper for like a hundred bucks. It's like, seriously, man. So there's this guy, uh, the two brothers, I think that went on a road trip in the U S drove 101 miles, collected all like the hand sanitizer, like toilet paper. And then I think they like had $60,000 worth of it and they tried to sell it, but then eBay prohibited and Amazon prohibited the, the sale of like those products. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Like, here. Yeah. It's like, fuck you guys. Like, come on. Like you're not starting a monopoly during a time of crisis. Like there was this one, there was a bunch of people who hired a bus and went out to rural towns and bought all their supplies. Fuck. And now the jails, um, now the police have fined them like three grand each. Also, are, are people, are police pulling people over? And yeah, there's like checkpoints and stuff. Fuck. I, I feel like now you, if I was a cop, I wouldn't be pulling people over for a speeding ticket. No way. No, no. They have checkpoints. So basically you can be driving down the street and remember how in Australia you can have like random breath testing checkpoints where they breath test you. Yeah. Instead of that, they pull you over and they ask you what you're doing. And like, for example, if you go, oh, I've just, I'm returning home from the shops. They're like, all right, where are your groceries? 
and if you don't have a valid reason for being out, they'll find you. Fuck yeah, that's badass. Yeah. Can you just be like, I was going to a friend's house to drop something off or no? Yeah, it's hard. I don't really know how they're enforcing it, but... If you, as long as you're not a jackass and being like, I'm going to sit on the beach with my friend, like with my mate. Yeah, or like you have a car full of people and you're like, yeah. what are you doing? You're like, oh, just going for a drive. And you're like, no, that's stupid. Sweet. But I guess if like, you're going for a drive and it's just yourself, then you'll be fine. I think it's just stopping people from doing stupid shit. Yeah, true. It's... Yeah. So uh, I had a couple of fan questions. Uh, the first one was for a newcomer coming to Australia, where would you recommend traveling to slash places we're, to see? So basically, um, I'm assuming we're talking the East Coast where I live because I don't really know anything over near Perth because there's nothing over there. Yeah. Um, definitely hit up the tourist spots like Byron, um, anywhere down through like the Royal National Park. I'd recommend going to the Scarborough Hotel. Remember that hotel that I took you and... Oh um, yeah, Brad too. That was that one of the, the best water. views I've ever seen. Yeah, so it's called the Scarborough Hotel, and it's down in the Royal National Park in New South Wales, near Sydney, between Sydney and Wollongong. So if you get a chance, go down there. It's near the Figure Eight Pools. In my opinion, you're better off going to the bar than going to the Figure Eight Pools. Okay. Yeah, we didn't do. I didn't do the Figure Eight Pools, and I also didn't do the Blue Mountains. Like, do you have an opinion on the Blue Mountains? There's just a mountain. We, we don't really have, they're just hills. They're just hills. They call the blue mountains because they look blue from a distance. And then when you get there, it's just trees. Yeah. So I, I feel it's like, like I've seen enough sight, sightseeing over yeah, there. Yeah. If you get there, then it's not like if you came to like Sydney and you didn't go to like the Opera House, the up, no, Opera House, the Sydney Harbour Bridge, um, or anything like that, like the massive ones. And yeah, but anything like the blue mountains, I wouldn't really be phased by. Fuck. Also, I totally forgot to ask you. Um, I wanted to get your whole take on the wildfires and I know Australia's had a really tough time now because you know, you have the wildfires and you transition and now you have coronavirus, coronavirus. which is pretty ridiculous. But yeah, I know you're trying to advocate and kind of push it to our social media to start a presence for American universities, building awareness and kind of donating some money. But yeah, I just love to hear your whole take on that whole well, process on your end. It's kind of, um, it's kind of gone now into like the political side of it of like what, could have been done better because in my opinion, the way it was handled was pretty poor okay. from both sides of the government because they basically cut something ridiculous. Like I think we are talking like $18 million from the rural fire service before the fires broke out. And then we're complaining that, um, that, that the people weren't doing enough to save their homes and whatnot, but then they didn't want to take any responsibility for the $18 million that they cut. It's the same president right now with, um, what's going on with the coronavirus because people are complaining that there's not enough doctors, there's not enough equipment and whatnot on staff. And then the government's kind of just like, oh yeah, well, what can we do? When in reality, in the last budget last year, they cut $52 billion from public funding for public hospitals and whatnot. So that $52 billion would have been very, very helpful right out now, but no one wants to take responsibility and be like, yeah, we probably shouldn't have done that. It's just kind of like, oh, well, what can you do? And everyone's just getting pissed off and had enough of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You guys have enough testing over there? Um, at Bondi, we have a pop-up testing where you can go and get tested if you want to. Do you have Bondi. to have like certain qualifications? Because here you can't get tested unless one, you're over 65 or two, showing severe symptoms. I think if you... I'm not sure what the protocol is but i know that they're testing like something like 100 people per day okay over and bond that's a decent amount i feel like for people yeah, that well, especially go. when it's just like a little pop-up thing because it's yeah. mostly 
it's meant to be for like the backpackers and whatnot because a lot of the outbreaks have come from the backpacker community. So it's kind of just like building awareness and whatnot. So if they want to go down and get tested, they can just so then they can kind of halt the spread of it and whatnot. Yeah, true. And then do you think like the hostels are, are hostels still open right now? In the hostels? Yeah. They're open, but they're not open, if that makes sense. Like they're open because people are staying there, but they're not operating as per usual. They're literally just operating as like a place to sleep. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it sucks. Because I was staying in hostels over in London and I was pretty sketched out towards the end. I just hated it just because there was all these random people in our room and there's people from Italy and Spain and all this stuff. But yet they were like... We haven't been there in a while, but still, I was just like not yeah, having it's, it. It's the sharing of the bathroom and the kitchen and whatnot is when it gets pretty detrimental. Or your same room, because think about yeah. it. You're just breathing the same air in a confined space. So Yeah, true, exactly. You could be sleeping in that coffin at night and who knows what, what happens. Or someone like rips a fart and you're just inhaling that on the top bunk. So. <laughs> <laughs> Done and dusted. There's another four people. There's your outbreak. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, one fart causes an outbreak. Oh, that will fuck. That would be one hell of a news line. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah so at, um, I, at the I moment, wanna, yeah, go hmm? on. Sorry, no, totally no, it's all good. It was just about saying that things are kind of under control here to an extent, but you never know what's going to happen. Okay. And then I had another fan asking about like the whole like surf situation in Australia, like with the riptides and what you see on your end as a lifeguard with people that don't know about, about the riptides and kind of just go in the ocean and drown. So, okay. Well, yeah. that's actually a really good question because rips are one of the deadliest things we have on the beaches. Like as not one of the deadliest when you're talking about animals and stuff, but like, because people just don't know how to treat them. Whereas if you see an animal that looks kind of wrong or, or like deadly, you're not going to go near it. Um, but I've got a picture here that I will send you that you Perfect. can put up somewhere. Yeah, no, definitely. Or I can just share my screen with you, Kana. Um, yeah, you c- just send it to me later. So for editing purposes. Yeah. So basically what the problem is, is that people don't understand the, um, how they work. So basically rips are where the water comes into, they come, the water comes into the beach through the waves and whatnot. And then the rip is the way that the water can go back out the sea. So all the calm spots in the beaches are usually kind of next to where you see the waves coming in Okay. and they're kind of deeper and their movement of water back out to the ocean. But people don't realize that and they go, Oh, there's calm water. We should go there because it's safe. But in yeah. reality, that's just where the water's making its way back out the sea. So they jump back in that and then the current is way too strong for them and they try and swim back against it and they end up getting exhausted and whatnot. And then it pulls them out to, to, to the back of where the break is towards the ocean and that's where you kind of get into problems because they don't understand how strong it actually is so okay. you're better off swimming in the wave area where you can stand or like where you're comfortable swimming than you are jumping into the calm spots of the water because they're actually going to be the ones that catch you and if had have uh you had to do any rescues oh yeah 100 percent. we've done plenty of them i think this year i think this year alone at south marubra as a club we're sitting at about 300 i think okay yeah. Okay. I personally haven't done many this season. I think I've done two because I was in Germany and whatnot. So. And, and most of them are tourists or no? Um, tourists and children and like people who just don't really understand people who aren't local to the beach itself. 
So you can pay people from Sydney, but they won't be from the beach and whatnot. Yeah, I think the the toughest part about like swimming, um, especially in like Kuji and sometimes Bondi Bondi Beach, is the I'm trying to say like the waves crash like so close to shore. So you could be body surfing a wave and you just crash into the sand. So I feel like a lot of people could actually end up with like spinal issues and a lot of that stuff. So yeah, so that's the um the shore break and whatnot. So basically that comes when you have the waves moving in the shore and you go from deep water to shallow water. So basically with that, the water, the ocean underneath it will look like flat where the sand is and then it will drop off straight away. And that's what causes the waves to dump on top of each other. So with that, especially it's when there used to be a sand bank there and it's been corroded away. So that's just kind of another day that you've got to probably wait for it to the sand bank to rebuild. And then once it's rebuilt it from the waves coming in and whatnot, um, they'll stop that shore dumping action with this and that will reduce the, um, chances of people with the getting actual spinal injuries and whatnot. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then two more Australian words. I just remembered off the top of my head. She'll be right. I just want to hear you say it. <laughs> she'll be right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's that one? <laughs> it's just like, everything will be okay. Like she'll be right. Like you'll be fine. Like yeah. just don't worry about it. Like you could just say it with the coronavirus thing at the moment. It's like, even with all the hype, you could just be like, yeah, she'll be right. Like it will yeah. be all right. Yeah. And then we got good on you. Good on you. Oh, that can be a good thing and a bad thing. So it can be like, oh yeah, good on you. Like if you do something nice, but then it can also be super sarcastic. Like if someone's being a dick, you just say, oh yeah, good on you, mate. Like yeah. you're just being a wanker. Yeah. So um, it's also very in the context and when you say it and the tone of your voice when you say it as well. So are a lot of these local restaurants losing a lot of money right now? Like I wonder how the PAV's doing with all this going on. Because they have that's like the most expensive piece of property, like I feel like at Kuji by a mile. The Pav and stuff will, um, are going okay because they're owned by a company called Mellyvale and they're basically a massive corporation. They own like the Ivy Hotel as well. I thought the Ivy um, was gone or was going. Nah, it's still here. Still Fuck here. Oh, Really? Yeah. So they own all like Mellyvale. If you look it up, they own a fuck ton of restaurants and bars and whatnot in the city and around the area. Because they have the same, like, halo security everywhere you go. Yeah. It's like everyone in those halo jackets. It's like... And the security over in Australia is so much more intense um, over there than it is here. Like, people are just on watch. It's either for Americans or just if you're a little bit drunk, they throw you out. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, 100%. But that's kind of um, relaxed a bit now since you've left because they've lifted the lockout laws. Really? Thank God. Yeah. So they've changed a lot as well, which is... How come? just because people were getting um, really annoyed by it and it was getting out of hand, like there was no need to have it anymore. They've been there for five years based on something that happened. I know. You um, go so to the she- Mate, we would go to the sheaf. Oh, uh, the sheaf. And then it would literally close by like one thirty or 2 and it would be so upsetting. That's because it was open on a Wednesday night. It still it, closes at Americans 1. Americans love like the sheaf on Wednesday nights, you know. You know how it was. It yeah, was- then you just... Go to the El Topo, the El Slosho, yeah. and then yeah. you just do stay there till like 4 a.m. in the morning and then you yeah. go home. It was uh, our lineup was the Sheep on Wednesdays. Thursdays, I think it was Ivy's. Fridays, like Soda Factory. Soda Factory. Fuck, I haven't been to Soda Factory since I, since I was with you guys. I think the last time I went to Soda Factory was when I was. Oh, that's you when guys. you literally got Kyle destroyed. That was the night yeah. Kyle absolutely just died. That's because <laughs> I, that's cause I had a flask of vodka in my pocket. Dude, and that then was the I, night we met at Shelby's. That was that was pretty yeah. funny. 
I think our way and of then, meeting you was like you passing around this bottle and you like we're singing this song and if it lands on you, you have to like finish your drink. And I was just like, probably who are these guys? <laughs> Who's fucking Tom and Austin? I was like, who are these guys? <laughs> yeah, because Austin got kicked out that night because he got pretty drunk and then he had his flask of vodka and he just started filling up his drink on the middle of the dance floor. And the Jeez. bouncer was like, no, you can't do that. Yeah. And he got kicked out. And then I had half of mine and then Kyle was like, oh, can I have some? I'm like, yeah, sure. I just ended up pouring them. The rest of the oh, I saw. Yeah, it was funny. Which was like seven seven standard drinks into his drink. I was like, "Yeah, finish it, skull it." And he goes, "Okay." (laughs) Dude, that night there was two. Like, I think me and Brad were talking to these like two American girls in the corner, or I don't even know where they're from. And then Brad just goes, "Excuse me," and puts his hand on one of their shoulders and just projectile vomits over that girl's shoulder into the corner of the dance floor. And he just gets (laughs) up and then he points at them and he's like, "Shh." (laughs) what do you mean like be quiet they're right there and then like brad just walks away and i was like that is the most sly move i've ever seen is box wine so basically i remember oh it was with you guys i came over and they had the box wine but they had the little nozzle thing sticking out of the box and i was like what the fuck are you guys doing and they're like this is how you drink it i'm like no it's not i ripped it out of the box and kicked the box off the side of the balcony and it was like you just drink you just hold it up out of like the plastic container thing and just started pouring it down people's throats and people were like oh it tastes like shit like i mean yeah i know that's the whole fun of it <laughs> just the whole, that, that it. is probably one of the worst hungover uh or worst hangovers i've ever had oh yeah good hangovers something different it's literally something different, they hit different because it's so sugary yeah, yeah. But um, I Did I show you that video of like uh, Kyle just like barfing over the whole apartment? Yeah, I remember you could show me the video as yeah, well. It's as, fucking as him wicked. He passed out. Yeah. Um, what about the night that I ripped a shoey on the balcony and when we did one in Shelby's? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you look at the grime. Do you see that mucus right there? It's the, it's the foam from the beer. Yeah, it was like. <laughs> it's disgusting. I was going to post that on my Instagram, the shoey. And then I was like, probably not. That was a fun night, that one as well. I've still got the video of it. Yeah, the vi- Oh, mate, that was fun. It's just that song, doing a shoey to that song is like the best thing we can do. That's a shout out to Frenchie right there. <laughs> oh, yes. Are you still close with Connor? Connor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's still going well. Haven't so, seen him in a while, though. So fucked. I, I feel like I only met him like literally at the end of our trip. I, I thought he was like a good guy, though. I was, gonna, I was trying he to hang th- out with you guys more. He threw me a massive house party for my farewell. He bought all his DJ equipment and stuff up That's over so to my sweet. place. It was. Do you insane. remember uh, like the that house party Shelby threw? That's the night that you completely died. You were like, "I'm retiring from drinking that night." Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. That Dude, was... You're trying to fight some guy. I remember like he kept coming up to us and saying like weird stuff that whole night, and we were all trying to fight the same dude. Who, who did I end up crash tackling? Or you did you end up crash tackling me? Someone I think, ended up I, tackling ended, I think you ended up crash tackling me. I, I, yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, remember when you uh, almost gave Brad a concussion? Oh yeah, what was that? <laughs> oh, that's right. Because I was teaching you guys how to do the um, double team tackle at the NRL, yeah. and then we did it in the apartment, and he ended up oh. smacking his head on the concrete. So because he's like, he goes, "Oh, I can run it straight." Because it was me and who was it? Me and Kyle or something. And we're not the biggest blokes in the world, but Brad was a lot bigger than us, so he thought yeah. he would be fine. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> so have you have you been to the US before? I have a while back when I was a kid, but okay. I haven't been recently. I want to come over and, um, when this all dies down. No, you definitely uh, should, like for real. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. like a lot. Of, we don't know where we're going to be with job stuff. Um, I think the US is about to go in one of the biggest recessions. 
especially for us since we're about to graduate like we should have a job by now and it's not looking too good so yeah because no one's hiring or anything because there's no point because literally no one hiring so i just stopped applying um yeah i've been applying to so so but all the firms are like yeah we're we're looking to hire in the fall and it's like that's literally like five months away so i'm not really yeah yeah we're looking at a probably a three-month lockdown and then i think they're gonna start lifting stuff after 90 days i read a news article about that earlier yeah they're saying um i think some states have locked down till june 10th june 10th yeah which is about three yeah. months as well. So, yeah. I mean, you look probably, at look at what China did. They did. They were with, within three months, but they're still not. I don't think they're still out of lockdown though. You can't tell me their numbers are correct either, though. Eh? Oh, you can't tell me they've got no. eighty thousand. Hell no. Think no. about how much congestion they have. And you, did you see yeah. that they they open up the wet markets again? Fucking hell! Of course I they know. did. But the thing is, is that people I was having a discussion with, they're like, oh, no, 80,000 is their number. Like, they've been in lockdown. They've been treating it very carefully. But they didn't count and, asymptomatic uh, patients till, like, literally today. So they yeah. totally blunt the numbers. And to counteract that, I'm like, well, why are people, like, why is massive corporations, like the company Greenpeace, which is Chinese-run, why are they buying up supplies and sending it back to China from, like, the United States, Australia, every country that they operate in, why are they moving millions and millions of masks and millions and millions of hand sanitizers? You think it's China still pretty bad right now? If they've only got 80,000 cases. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't... I think it's extremely bad, I, but the true number, the true extent of it will never be known. It's like the SARS virus. The SARS virus never was really publicly known until two months after the fact of the outbreak in China, which is practically what's happened with the COVID-19 because it took a month and a half of festating in the wet markets. And... The whistleblower, the doctor that did it, just miraculously went missing as well. So, but you'll never know the truth behind it, will you? Yeah, it's just a lack of like media. Like they're just so sen- like sensitive that you just can't have any like reporters there from the U.S. just like discovering jack shit, and also they don't let any of that information flowing through. So it's tough. Yeah, well, it's just um, communist regime at the end of the day. It's absolute power. Yeah, and they'll do whatever they have to to um, keep that. So does Thailand have those like wet markets as well? I don't know if you have any. Um, I do believe they have it, but I don't think it's to the extent of the Chinese wet markets. So I saw like when we were in China or when we were in Thailand, we saw like some, but it was more just like seafood. It wasn't like they had like a leopards in one cage and then skunks on an, like in the middle cage. And then on top they had like birds. And I guess that's literally how like one animal shits on another. Then that yeah. animal on the lower side eats their poop. And it's just like none of these just, animals are interacting in the wild. Obviously, like some type of festation or virus is going to come out like from it. It's just so. a cesspool. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. But there's also like a million and one other theories of how it was created. And oh, whatnot. yeah. There's but the truth, theories. The, the truth, truth is, never, yeah. No, we'll like, never know. No, no. We'll literally have no idea unless someone cl- leaks classified information. But. I'm just going to choose to believe the animal story because it's the one that's most popularly um, believed and it's not destroying my faith in humanity because if any of the other conspiracy theories were true, like chemical weapons and all that kind of stuff, it's just like, what the fuck kind of world do we live in and what's the point? I know. So that's why I'm just choosing to go with the least barbaric one. Did you see the Bill Gates TED Talk in 2011? Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. I've heard the, I've read the quotes and whatnot where it's it really interesting. He's the, like been so accurate about it so far. And yeah. Elon Musk, 
uh, I think in one of his presentations, like a couple years back when he was introducing one of the Teslas, he was saying that it has a biohazard feature. So when you turn it on, no bacteria can get through of like the car when it's running. And yeah. people in the audience were laughing as he said it. And then now there's videos of like the audience laughing, just being like, but seriously, he was a genius all along for even <laughs> like developing something like this in his car, which I thought yeah, was exactly. badass. Yeah. He still is pretty like that I know it looks pretty weird and it's got mixed reviews, but I wouldn't mind owning one of the cyber the cyber trucks. Oh yeah. I just think it would be a little bit too thick on the road. I don't know. I haven't I don't think they're in Australia yet. So I haven't really I've never seen one, so I wouldn't be able to say. Have you Dude, seen I'm, one? Um I uh, no, I've never seen one on the road. I've just seen um just videos. Yeah, true. My favorite one was when he tried to demonstrate how shatterproof the glass was and ended up smashing it. That's so funny. It's <laughs> just like, yeah, it's just like shatterproof windows. Like, we get this really heavy metal ball here, just throws it, smashes. It's like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. I wonder if he even tried that before. He was just like, fuck it, I'm going to try it now. Yeah. And then he's like, well, well, that's something we've got to go back to the drawing board about. <laughs> All right. Just to, to wrap some things up, the last like five minutes, um, yep. just want to ask you a couple more stuff. Sure. So your plans going forward, you're, you're in quarantine for 90 days. Like, oh yeah, I want to ask you about what your day-to-day is in the quarantine. Like what have you been doing when you're waking up till you go to bed? I've been waking up around 10 o'clock, going to have some breakfast outside, like in my back. When I say outside, I mean like my back room. I don't okay. mean like outside, outside. I just mean outside of my bedroom. Um, and then I've kind of just been playing PlayStation, doing some exercises here and there, um, lunch, dinner, sleep. Because I literally can't leave my house because of the 14 days quarantine. And have you but guys that, been doing takeout or you've been cooking a lot of meals? Takeout still operating as usual with Uber Eats and whatnot. So I've been having a little bit of that, but we're mostly just cooking and stuff. At my yeah, house. I, feel, I feel like it's safer than getting takeout too. Yeah, well, if we get takeout, we just leave like the containers and whatnot straight in the bin, sanitize and then eat the food. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of sucks though because you go... you you're going on a big grocery shop. Like you probably should wipe down everything you buy. Well, I saw a picture of someone wearing gloves and a mask, but they were using their gloves to eat chips out of a packet. Yeah. I saw some guy so what use, the fuck was having, the point that? he had gloves and a mask at the grocery store. And I was, he was like six feet away from me or whatever. And he used those gloves, touches his phone and then scratches his eyes. I'm like, what the What's fuck the is the point? Gloves? Yeah, I know. Some, some of these people don't understand. I like the ones where people are wearing like rain jackets or like they've got a plastic bag over their head with yeah. cut out like yeah. eyes and mouth hole. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> yeah, or it's like they're on their phone and then they pick up a call. I'm like, come on, like you already defeated the purpose. Nah. What have you seen the people with snorkels? No, that's so funny though. That's just people comedy. walking around with snorkels on their face. It's like, how the fuck? How's that going to, just because the outlet's like up here doesn't mean that it's going to, what? Uh, it'll guard your time. eyes. It, it could guard your eyes pretty much. And that's basically it. Oh, you don't need to be wearing the mouthpiece then do you yeah no <laughs> <laughs> it's like coronavirus cannot go over six feet <laughs> so if you're breathing six feet above it's fine so um yeah so going forward anything you're looking forward to to uh when this quarantine ends obviously drinking some furfy with the boys maybe 100 percent. yeah 100 yeah. yeah. where is austin um, right now austin's at home okay Austin's just sitting at home. And he did, his, he did his exchange like before you did yours, right? Nah, he just had a three-month kind of holiday to, England, um, uh, to Europe. Okay. 
Yeah. So he didn't really go on an exchange. He kind of just did it like a trip. So that's what I'm going to do when this all dies down. Going to go did on a trip. he do it by himself or no? He did it with his ex-girlfriend. So his girlfriend at the time, but it wasn't his girlfriend when he got back. Wow. Some, some shit must have happened on that trip. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he left with a girlfriend and didn't return with a girlfriend. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So something happened. I mean, yeah. if you're traveling with the same person for three months, you'd get so sick of them. Girlfriend or not, friend or not. Like, I don't know. I yeah, especially being that. cooped up. It's yeah. like one of my mates who did a year in Europe said the best option to do is if you want to do something, just do it. So if you have a group of people and you're sitting there going, oh, I want to go to France or the other person wants to go, say, to Budapest and then the other person wants to go to Amsterdam, just be like, yes, wait, we'll break up for four days, go do your thing and we'll, we'll meet back somewhere common, just say like in Berlin, Germany. Yeah, so don't perfect. try and do what everyone wants to do if you don't want to do it. If they want to do it, go off and let them do it. And then you go off and do your own thing and just meet up four days later because it's the best yeah. way to break it up. Because when we were in London, like a, a group of kids wanted to go to the museum for six hours and I can't stand museums. Like I no. really can't. No. So I just like went to the food market instead and I was like, I'm just going to get some lunch instead of staring at paintings for six hours. Because I, I yeah. personally, like you put me in a Van Gogh museum, which I've been before, like I'm going to walk through it as fast as possible. I just don't have patience for for art that much i don't know why but that's why i came well, everyone, that's why we came to australia to do <laughs> the whole outdoors thing but then uh you know everyone's got their own preferences and that's the way you get through traveling everyone do their own thing and if you don't want to do the exact same thing just do your own thing and meet up with everyone for dinner later europe is just so different than australia though sorry like europe is just such a different experience like than traveling yeah, exchange written europe versus australia like i just feel like people don't know what they're missing out on like when if they didn't go to australia australia is kind of a, it's a very unique place um it's got the hit and miss things like if if you go to one of the major cities and stuff it's still fun but i still recommend definitely going to one of the smaller places like byron and stopping at like all the little places of up course the, there's just so much the travel road. there too yeah i mean but you also, have to go you have to be in sydney i think like i i, I, I didn't I wasn't a big fan of melbourne eh, i haven't been to melbourne enough to have a um opinion of it to be honest i should probably go there a little bit more okay um however the one advice i can give is that if you travel to australia please 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 do not underestimate the size of it it is fucking huge like you can't just be like oh yeah i'm just gonna go up to brisbane or whatnot because that's like to drive it it's like 12 hours or it's oh, like i a, know it's and from fucking, sydney to Cairns, it's like 22 hours as well or like yeah. close to Cairns, it's like 22 hours because i was just talking to somebody about that and it's like it's literally like driving to florida from here which is like a yeah. three-hour flight away so exactly like it's the country's huge so don't underestimate it don't be just like oh yeah i'm just gonna go to australia and hire a combi van and we're gonna drive to every place with my friends also like, yes, some big advice some huge advice i would say is don't underestimate the price of alcohol in australia because it's fucking mad that's because our taxes are so high on them it's liquor insane. no beer is not bad goon is not bad it's only liquor like spirits yeah, it's crazy. It's like a uh, like a little like handle of Smirnoff is like literally like forty AUD, and it's like what the hell? Like here, it's like twenty dollars. Yeah, which like which would be like twenty seven AUD. It's like a it's like literally like a twenty AUD difference for. It's massive. Liquor. It's because our tax is insane. Yeah. Yeah, everything's overpriced here. That's why you got to hit duty free. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I did to get my liter of vodka down there. Even that cost me 76 bucks and it's a liter. Fuck. Like, it's insane. Yeah, well, one of these nights we'll have to drink together on Zoom with the boys. And 
Yeah, hundred percent. We'll do it on mid um, midday at um, on tomorrow for my yeah. Saturday. Yeah, I'll send you the invite. I'll send you the invite. Mm-hmm. Perfect, Sweet. perfect. 